Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello, how is everybody? Happy Wednesday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I've just been to the dentist this morning. My life hurts. How about you, Asti? Well, I, yes, drank too much tequila last night, but I went to the gym this morning, sweated it all out, went for a sauna. Now I'm feeling fabulous. I love that for you. I'd love to be in a sauna right now. That'd be so delicious. Mm, So good. Mm, I feel like you're glowing the next day. From saunas. Mm. And you're going to get one in your place? Mm. Yeah, I'd love to. Absolutely love to. But we're also kind of not sure if we're actually going to stay here or if we're going to sell. So it's like we need to figure that out and then I'll decide yeah. what I'm going to get and what I'm going to do, you know? Mm. 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 Anyway. Yeah, the most of a hot market or what? Anyway, yes, hello. I digress. We have things to talk about today. <laughs> We posed to you guys last week that um, we're going to do like a Q&A type of thing. We're going to do everything around visibility and business. And um, we got a few of your questions and they, we've selected five. So we're just going to popular ones. Yeah. So and I feel like they're the biggest helpers. So we're just going to roll with that. Does that sound good? Asti pasty. Sounds perfect. Amazing. This is fun. I love Still it. Still don't have any style. You love Q&A style? Yeah. Yeah. It gives it structure. Love that. We thrive in structure. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, so the visibility, being seen in your business, specifically around Instagram, how to grow your followers, how to show up, all of the things. Totally. So. Number one, how do you start your business when you fear what your family and friends and even partner would say? What do you say to that? I always think if you're afraid that if you're afraid that other people are going to judge you, there's usually a part of yourself that's judging what you're doing. So it starts with finding acceptance within yourself. Mm, you have to be your best cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. But it can always be very difficult because I mean what's really great about it is you've got so many different platforms and if you're afraid of what your family and friends are going to say and you're just needing to find a bit of confidence before you can be like hey look at what I'm doing then create a platform where it's just for you to grow and not allow it to be part of like I don't know showcasing it to your friends and family just yet like it's okay if you have to quote unquote hide that section until you grow confident Mm -hmm. but it's like you can only grow so far I mean I didn't post on Facebook because that's where all my friends and family are. And I was like, oh God, I couldn't deal with that. (laughs) Deal with the judgment, deal with like all of the things. I really just started doing it in the last few months. Um, And like, literally it's taken me, what, two years to start doing that. Yeah. Because you build your support network, all of your followers. Yeah. You're onto something. You're like creating epic change in the world. Totally. And I'm so confident that you're like, I don't care anymore. Well. Yeah. May as well. I still freak out, actually. Yeah. 
yeah. And do you find like the, there's more fear of judge? Like, I feel like for most people, there never is as much judgment as what you fear. Totally. Well, in your own head. I was, I was some people that are judgmental, but I think the fear of it always outweighs the actual reality of it. A thousand percent. At the end of the day, I was talking to my Step Into Your Lightworker girls last week about this, like actually literally about this. And I said to them, well, first of all, whose judgment do you fear more, a stranger on the internet, a friends and family or an acquaintance? And a lot of the times it's you actually fear the acquaintance judgment and perception on you than you do the people that are closest to you and then um, like a stranger on the internet. So like ex-co-workers and people that aren't fully in your life, they're the ones that people are actually really afraid of. But the thing is... Family are going to love you anyway, right? It's like the people that you kind of know but aren't that close that you want them to like you, you want their acceptance more. Yeah. But also judgment isn't going anywhere. Mm. Judgment will always be there and what you need to be doing is making friends with it as opposed to trying to abolish it because if you're trying to constantly abolish this like fear of judgment then you're only gonna like it's not going to last it's not sustainable you have to be friends with it it's like I'm gonna get judged if you're gonna show up palatable for everybody you're gonna be really fucking boring totally (laughs) oh my god you're gonna be so bland it's going to be like what like reading like a black and white picture book like now there's the vibrancy give me that everyone's going to click with your work Mm -hmm. yeah and there's also that what's that saying monica used to say it actually it's like if you don't stand for something then you stand for nothing yeah people are either going to um love you in your something otherwise like no one's going to love you in just your nothing like it's just like you have to be for one thing and you need to like stand behind that so to find the people that really like love and support you, there's always going to be people that don't. And yeah. also having like a deeper understanding that if someone's judging you, I mean, we all know this, but it's like hard to remind ourselves that it's always on them, right? That's just their perception, mm-hmm. their own bullshit. Yeah. Nothing to I do mean, with it. And try not to take things personally, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we are the bravest, most courageous people if we are entrepreneurs, Okay. If you're brave enough to be an entrepreneur, then you are brave enough to deal with judgment. Yeah. You are so courageous and you need to give yourself a bit more credit. But honestly, the biggest thing is just becoming friends with like, well, people are going to judge me anyway. So am I going to get judged for playing small? Am I going to be judged for playing too big? Where do I want to be? Yeah. I much prefer to be judged. Do I want to be too much or do I want to be judged for being not enough? (laughs) I much rather people be like snickering behind my back and being like, oh my God, did you see what Brittany's been doing? Holy crap, I don't understand this. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, I would much rather. makes this much money. (laughs) How dare she? (laughs) I'd much rather that. Yeah. Right. And it gets easier over time, I think. I think it's at the beginning of a business when you're first starting to show up, all of that fear of judgment comes up. And I think you get to a certain point where it's just like, it it kind of just disappears. Yeah. And another thing is though, you can set like really deep intentions and energetics around like um, like getting kind of hate mail or like people actually reaching out to you and saying, oh, like who the fuck do you think you are? Like I never get that because I'm not available for it. Like, I, I mean, I used to my um, old account. Oh. Like trolls. Yeah. 
they hate their lives. They need like an outlet for their own anger. But I also like setting boundaries around like if somebody does say something horrible to you and it's not like constructive criticism, you don't even have to engage with that. And you also don't have to leave it on your page. Like I, if anything's like that is on my Instagram, I'll just delete it. Yeah. Don't even engage. Don't get like worked up. Just like, oh, don't like that. Delete. Or block. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how there's a lot of people blocked on my Instagram. Like one thing to annoy me and I'm just like, block. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Not deal. But I think that a lot of the time. Actually, someone came up to me down the road the other day and he's like, hi, Esty. Um, you, I think you blocked me on Instagram. Can you please unblock me? Because I like watching your, your content. I was like, oh, this there's is the reason why you're blocked. <laughs> And no, I'm not going to unblock you. <laughs> I love that. That's really awkward though. No, come up to me to ask. It's so funny. Oh my God. The so audacity. People. <laughs> How to protect your energy. Yeah, totally. Protect your energy. Uh, like if uh, your work is... that other saying? It's like people that are doing more than more you, than you. Not yeah. it's always people that are doing less because they don't understand how hard it is to be in your shoes doing what you're doing so someone's judging you especially if they're like reaching out on the internet and leaving nasty comments it's like they're obviously not doing as much as you because they don't understand how hard it is to really put yourself out there because anyone that's done it would never reach out and criticize no they'd be like literally putting out their hand to be like hey come up let me help you which is obviously what we're doing (laughs) but like that's literally it and another thing is that I got the step into your light worker girls to reflect on is what is the worst case scenario for being judged okay yeah if you allow yourself to know what your worst case scenario is and usually it's like you're going to be isolated you're going to be alone and then at the end of the day our deepest fear is death because we're just trying to survive as a human species like even though we've got all of this incredible glitz and glam and stuff at the end of the day our core survival thing is well if we don't have this then we're going to die right mm-hmm. so if you're thinking by being isolated and being alone there's a sense of like well then I'm not supported, then what's going to happen to me, then I'm not going to be making money, I'm not going to be doing all the things. If you can see that deep-seated fear and at its root, then you can be like, well, that's not going to happen. I'm going to be okay. And then you can start to move through that quite swiftly. Yeah. Then there's less fear because you know that the worst case scenario, you're going to survive. Yeah. (laughs) What's the worst thing that happens? I delete it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The worst thing that could happen is I'm not hanging out with me anymore because I think I'm crazy for the work that I'm doing. What happens? I end up making new friends, yeah. friends that actually support me on my journey and what I'm doing. Totally. And actually, that's probably a really big thing around being visible is collaborating with people that are in the same industry that are on the same wavelength as you. It doesn't matter if your audiences don't differ. But that is a beautiful blessing because then you're being able to like really expand on each other's safety and also be so supported by each other. Like being able to collaborate and, um, and yeah, what's the word? I don't know. Connect. That's the word. <laughs> With yeah, women. Grow together, yeah. Yeah, totally. Don't think that you have to look for people that don't like, oh, Don't feel like you have to find accounts with hundreds or thousands of people in their followers 
find people that you gel with, reach out to them and just want to like, just see what it'd be like to connect with them and just see what happens. But having people in, in your corner like that, that are going through the same thing is just so important. Yeah. It's amazing having people support, like actually the girl that I was out with last night, we'd never even met in person before, but I just promote, oh, you bought one of her bikinis. Miss said, oh. I promote her bikini. She promotes my toys. It's just like, it's so nice to have that, like that connection and collaboration, just supporting each other. Like oh. the sisterhood, the girly love is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. like when I reached out to you, when I met you at, um, Orchard, what's it called? Orchard Street. And I messaged you. Orchard Street. Street. I was like, I love what you're doing. You're like, same. And then it's just like, oh, we're both each other's fangirls. And here we are, like two and a half years later. Yeah. So so good. Love it. What was the next question? Next question. How do you stand out when it feels like your niche is overcrowded? So I made the mistake like when I first started with like my branding and everything of like looking what everyone else is doing and seeing looking at the people who I thought were really successful and then trying to copy that thinking like oh this is what they've done to be successful so I have to be the same even like some like my branding was like white and pink which isn't even really me but I just saw everyone doing that was like okay this is what we do oh my god (laughs) I was white and pink too and then I went red and now everyone's red. I'm like, fuck, it's so annoying. It's- um, but yeah, just trying to stay in your own lane and doing what feels true to you. Even like, not even just like with colors and branding, but also like your posts, mm. right? It's like just talking about what's alive for you in the moment and not comparing to what other people are doing. And also sometimes someone else might say something and post something that's on the exact same wavelength that you've been wanting to post. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I can't post that because she's posted that. Post it. Like, don't get in your head. Don't get in your way. Like that's from your heart. That's from your soul. And that's how you stand out from an oversaturated market is a lot of the time it's filled with noise that are people that are just trying to do the thing that they think is going to create success. The people that stand out are the ones that follow their soul and follow their heart's mission. And it might feel like you're not standing out for a little while. And then all of a sudden, boom, you are. Mm. And I mean, like, there's always going to be really similar content if we're all like, I mean, there's so many like love and dating coaches or business coaches. Like we're going to be talking about the same topics, right? Um, But it's like adding your own little flair. Like, I feel like you're so good at like the way that you write your posts. Like just like some of the wording that you'll use. It's like, it's so clearly like you, everything's on brand. I love that. Thank you for that validating moment. <laughs> but it, but like, it's quite interesting. I mean, Asi and I, we've discussed this pro- like before, I think maybe just in private, but it's also interesting that when you're starting out, you're trying to find your niche and you gravitate towards the, the leaders that you really align with and you're trying to find your voice in it. There'll be a period of time where you are literally regurgitating your mentor's voices because you've been surrounded by it. I did that when I first started. My first person I ever invested in, the way I would speak to girls, the way I would like correlate with them and all the things. I remember like taking my mom like, what the fuck? It does (laughs) happen, yeah. It does. You're like, oh, I sound like that person, yeah. Exactly, but it's a pendulum swing. So if you start from one side and then you're being held in deep, deep energy, you're going to swing so far into their energy and be in that pendulum swing. It just takes a little bit and finding your voice and finding your groove and finding your message 
but like make it a priority to find your message and not to be like, well, what's working at the moment? Like who, what is everyone else doing? Like you said earlier. Mm, Yeah. Finding your own message. And I think like a lot of coaches say like, oh, it's like, you don't need to niche anymore. Like you can stay open and do all the things. But I think when you are starting out, it is important to find your niche. So people know, they know you for that specific thing, right? When you are beginning to grow, I think it is important. Yeah, but your niche doesn't always have to be the same. Like, for instance, over the last two years, how my first niche was essential oils and then it was body work, energy massage, and then it was exactly, and then it was body positivity and how I can assist girls in loving their bodies again. And then it became, hey, psychic readings, let me give you guidance. And it's constantly changing. So don't allow yourself to get so hellbent on that you have to follow that one core piece of message or whatever. Yeah. And I think in business, like, everyone always thinks that they're going to get to a point where you're like, I figured it all out. I know exactly what I'm doing. This is it. But that never happens. You're constantly evolving and changing. The one thing though, that I have found that has been really big for my success and also um, what's the word being foundational to my business is rerunning programs that people know. For instance, like you're doing the spark, like keep, selling what you already have we talked about this the other week as well but don't reinvent the wheel keep going keep allowing it to go out there because then people might not sign up the first second or third time but they're starting to hear your yeah. program name and the more and that's going to be with all the feedback and it's nice like the mm-hmm. more people that um sign up you really have like a little community of people in there yeah totally people need to think totally. about it Mm. always the right time Mm -hmm. so if you're starting out find your niche and then once you've grown your audience then you can kind of do whatever you want (laughs) you can change your niche you can do all the different things and just see what really works and what thrives and what feels good for you yeah 100 percent. love it Mm. next one Mm. next question please I'm feeling stuck with growing my audience and I feel like I'm doing everything, but nothing's working. How can I see growth? I feel like what helped me the most growing my Instagram, like one thing was being on other people's podcasts, Mm -hmm. being interviewed on other podcasts really helped. Um, And then obviously like with the products, I was doing a lot of giveaways. So I had lots of people do giveaways for me where they're like, obviously like the like this the typical giveaways that you do like follow my account like this picture tag a friend righty righty right that's how I grew my Instagram recently those few ways um I mean I'm shadow banned now and have been for ages so <laughs> but that's also like you're still able to create a very successful business even though you are quote-unquote shadow banned at the moment right? My engagement is so low at the moment because the algorithm is literally no one's friend at the moment, but that still doesn't mean that I'm not having a successful business. Yeah. Like right, people my post get everything. Yeah. Totally. And I think you also, totally. like, my post used to always have a Yeah. Go on. I think if, even if you do desire to grow your Instagram, it's important just to be grateful for the followers that you do have. 
And I mean, we've probably spoken about this as well, but it's so easy to look at the number and be like, oh, I've got 7,000, it needs to be at 10, but it's like 7,000 people. If you think about 7,000 people like standing in a hall, that's a lot of people listening to you on stage. Like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people in your community. Totally. And sometimes one of the things like sometimes you actually have to focus more on nurturing the followers that you already have. Totally. Because they might be your clients. Your potential clients might already be following you. They probably just need a little bit more nurturing. Yeah. See, this is the thing. It's like um, everyone thinks that you get more clients by growing your audience. That's mm-hmm. not the case. Mm-hmm. You get more clients by connecting with your current audience and being consistent and giving heaps of value. And it might take them a little while to buy from you, but they're the people that just you're like, connecting with and you get to sell with and there is a cycle to how this works it's a triangle it is growth nurture and sell Mm. you're constantly trying to grow how can you sell and if you're constantly trying to grow how will you nurture Mm. you need to honestly constantly be in this cycle of Mm. growth nurturing selling Mm. a lot of people think yeah like they if they grow their instagram they'll get more clients but it's not very likely that someone's going to start following you and then the next day want to sign up and work with you. Like yeah. a lot of the people that work with me will say they followed me for like two years before they signed up to anything. Well, a lot of... Uh, so it's really about like the long game. It is. The people it's, that are going to sign with you, more likely than not, have probably already been following you for a little while. Totally. Well, actually, a lot of people that work with me, I've never seen their name before. I've never seen them engage in my stuff. I've never seen them like write back to me in my emails or anything like that. And all of a sudden I get a message. Like, where they came from. I have no idea how long they've been following me for, but it's not about the quick gratification. It's about how can I pour into my audience and be so consistent, give so much value that, when it comes to them and their transformation, all they can think about is me. Mm. Simple, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys, you're the first name that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've done so many like free events and I get like 200, 300 signups to it. And it's like, I know that 200, 300 people aren't going to sign up there and then, but I know eventually they're going to be coming into my um, energy in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it keeps being buildable. So stop trying to feel like you have to grow and start nurturing the people that are already there and figure out how you can communicate and connect with them and find out what they need and create that. Mm. Mm. I love that. Yeah, so doing like little free workshops is a great idea. Totally. Even, um, I need to start doing this more, but even using like the question box on Instagram. Yeah. Because people love when they, when you've like personally answered one of their questions and even like, you don't even need to answer on your story, but sometimes I'll put that box up and then actually start DMing them and we'll have a little conversation like privately. Yeah. I love that. See, that's the way that works for you. My way is doing my workshops. And so if you're listening, figure out what is really delicious for you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Next question. Um, I hate the idea of doing a live or even being seen on Instagram, but I have so much to say. Where do I start? I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. 
And I feel like, I don't know, the conversation that we had was like, in the coaching world, everyone feels like they should be showing up and doing lives. So we put on, put that pressure on ourselves to feel like it's something that we have to do. But I feel like, first of all, you actually need to check in with yourself and ask, is it something that you actually desire? Right? Because it might actually not be something that you want to do and you just feel like you have to. So first of all, it has to, it has to be in alignment with what you actually want to be doing. Like, is it actually, is, is it, are you not wanting to do it because you're afraid and you're afraid of judgment or what other people think? Or is it just something that doesn't light you up? It doesn't light you up at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exact same with doing Facebook groups. Like uh, there seems to be like this common recipe to how you can be successful, which is go live, have a Facebook group, do this, do that. No, I've had a Facebook group. I never go live. I don't even watch anyone's lives. So I'm like, it's not, it doesn't light me yeah. up not doing it, not available for it. <laughs> Whereas I love going live, but I haven't always been like that. Mm. I remember the first time I went live, I did like this meditation and two people were on it. And then there was zero people on it. And then there was two people on it. You're but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to myself, but I still showed up for it because it was something yeah. that I really felt like I wanted to do. Yeah. And now I've gotten yeah, to your life are amazing. Yeah. So I always love doing like my collective message and what it what it is that's really inspiring for people and then giving so much value to an individual and being able to give them a reading. Yeah. Like so many people in a five-minute exchange with them, I give them so much value that it's like I'm constantly on their brain then for the rest of their life because they're always thinking about, oh, so that's what Brittany was saying or whatever. Yeah. And that's what fully feels good for me but having a Facebook group doesn't feel good for me yeah doing the question box every now and then like that's fun but that's not always for me yeah yeah just finding what's for you and also and then when it actually does come time to showing up and doing things live um and like this has been really helpful for me like doing live events and like speaking on stages is doing that inner work of like connecting with that part of you that is feeling afraid and this is the same thing as you already said. It's like that fear that's coming up is the fear of judgment. The fear of, um, of death, again, is coming up, right? I'm not feeling accepted, not feeling included. So first of all, it's about you connecting to that part of yourself that feels afraid. And it's like giving yourself a little pep talk and reminding yourself, like, it's okay, you've got this. Like, everything's going to be fine. Doing a little meditation, taking a few deep breaths, doing that inner work before you actually press go live. Yeah, totally. Like, don't the first few times that you do it as well it's going to be scary yeah. you're going to feel like you failed you're going to feel like you were rushed you don't, you're going to feel like you were overwhelmed you're going to feel like you didn't get to say everything that you wanted to say it's okay yeah. <laughs> like you have to start somewhere and you get to a point if it feels good for you that it's something that you love and you cannot wait to go live when you have the like energy to give that but just know done is better than perfect when it comes to this because you're creating more confidence in in what you can do and what you can hold and you're moving up against your edges and the resistance and all of a sudden you're moving outside the comfort zone you're breaking it down it gets bigger and bigger and it gets easier and easier mm. practice makes perfect amen and i mean you can, when you're doing a live you can also show up with notes if you feel like it helps you like it doesn't have to be like all off the top of your head you can show up with a bit of a script or bullet points of what you want to talk about about how it's even there totally and also if you feel like you're fucking up just say it you just be like oh, right, have a laugh with right now, like, yeah 
This is like, hang on a second. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I just need to take a deep breath and I just need to come back to this. Hang on a second. Just give me a moment. <sighs> because people really appreciate the realness of yeah. being a human. You're not there to give a TEDx talk. You're there to be yeah. you. It's so relatable like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely. So just give yourself permission that it's going to be shit. And who knows, it might be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> manage the expectation of the judge like the the freaking whatever the fuck it is that you're putting on yourself and even stories are the same like the first time I spoke of my stories it's like this is weird now it's like nothing like it's just practice 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 actually that's a really good point even if it's like creating a new account and just like creating stories Hmm. practicing posting the account that your friends and family aren't on yeah um yeah. And if you don't feel confident, if you don't feel confident to like speak at the camera, just take a video of yourself or a photo of yourself and then write some stuff on it. So people are getting used to seeing your face. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah just baby steps. You don't have to like be all like guns blazing and be like, hey, look at me. Look at this. Blah, blah, blah. Sign up to my class. <laughs> just get to do baby steps. Just show your face. That's a good idea. Showing your face with writing for oh. talking. And get clear are you an inspiration account or are you an account that's an authority and you want people to like work with you Mm. that's a very different energy Mm. you're constantly just sharing inspirational quotes and like nice content and stuff but there's no invitation for the sale yeah then you're just going to constantly follow that loop loop of just being an inspirational account yeah it's got to be the call to action Mm. yeah I see that a lot where you see amazing accounts and you're like, everything's just so like, mm-hmm. what they do, the message that they're sending out is so good. But then there's like, what do they actually do? Do I work with you or do yeah. I just follow you? Like, what is it? Yeah. Hmm. Good point. Good point. Great point. Okay. And the final one for today. Oh, hang on. It's gone. Is it worth in- investing in ads to be seen? No. My experience is no. Hell no. I have, I threw so much money at that last year and it got me nowhere. Do not do it until like your company, your brand is like bringing in a lot of revenue and you can have a healthy like account for it. But your visibility and ability to grow does not come from ads. Mm. Yeah. I ran Facebook. Facebook ads or Instagram ads once for a program and I didn't notice anything and no growth from it. I think what's helped me more is like influencer marketing, but even that what I've begun to notice is it's better if you're like paying the influencers. So there's like a set fee, like all in contract, like I'm paying you this much, this is what I want in return rather than just like um, collaboration for commission yeah well see from a product standpoint that makes so much sense because you want people to like have a really good incentive as to why they want to share your stuff let alone that they love it mm-hmm. but that's really important for someone like me that's just a service-based business um collaboration um with well oh, uh so i i was pretty blessed like i i've known some pretty pretty big accounts that I've known 
since they started. So for instance, Cleanse and Co, I knew Hayley when she was just like working out of her little apartment and being able to do like a collaboration and giveaway with her. That was incredible. Because yeah. um, like obviously we all know that her account is massive now. So that's where I really got to thrive in that. But being able to, if you're in the health and wellness space, like really think about your local environment as well, not just think about like a national and global thing. It's like, oh, how can I be seen so big? It's just like partner up with like a local yoga studio, partner up with a health and wellness sauna recovery space. Like if you are all about mindset, self-love and all the things, go do a workshop there. Like just allow yourself to do that and have some fun. And that's how you can collaborate and um, be able to find like-minded people that comes from like a, a personal recommendation because ads are shit. <laughs> Don't yeah. even bother. What I was going to say is even like if you are nurturing your audience, the word of mouth is amazing and them even sharing your content, sharing your posts to their stories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing. Because then people want to follow because like you trust your friend. So if your friend's sharing something that they think amazing, you'll be like, well, I'll probably think it's amazing too. And then you want to lean into it. If it's a Facebook ad, you're like, oh, not looking at that. It just feels a bit. <laughs> sick of being promoted to. Yeah, it just feels a bit sleazy in a way. Yeah. Whereas if you're showing up, you're doing a live or you're doing a free workshop or you're, I don't know, like your content is just fire and people are just connecting with it so deeply. They're like, oh my God, yes, share that. <laughs> but also not all of your posts are going to be viral shareable things like some of it is just going to be a connection point some of it's going to be um vulnerability then it's going to be like educational then it's going to be this is how you work with me like you have so many different sides to how you create content and don't put pressure on that every post needs to do well oh my god that's so much pressure yeah yeah so much pressure Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Yeah, different posts are going to connect with different people. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then if you're putting just so much expectation and energy behind that and then you're just going to get disappointed and then all of a sudden your disappointment just fuels into resentment. It's like, well, what the fuck's the point? Because it's not going to be seen and all of the things, but it's like, that's not the point. Yeah. (laughs) When it's like you're just writing just to be seen or you're writing because you feel like you have to, like I've got to get that post up today. I feel like those are the posts that get the least engagement. It's the ones that you're like feeling really passionate about something and like wanting to pour your heart out because it feels good and you enjoy creating the post. Those are the ones that people enjoy reading. Totally. And one thing that I shared with the girls in Turn On CEO was before you post anything, is this for love or is this from love? If you're posting it for love, you're trying to be validated in something. If you're po- posting it from love, it's from your heart, it's from your soul, and you bloody post that. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Yum. Mm. Yeah, I, like the posts of mine that people have engaged with the most normally have nothing to do with my work. It's like where I've really opened up and shared like really personal things. Mm. But that's the thing, though. That that's the, it builds I, the connection. Yeah, totally. But you can't just be constantly connected to people without giving them education and all the things around who you are. Those posts are so important, but they can't always be those posts, right? Like you have to, it doesn't matter if people don't engage with the stuff that's like, 
Are you finding it hard to X, Y, Z? But it doesn't matter though, because they're still seeing it, even if they're not engaging with it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they see a post that was a vulnerable share and they connected to it so deeply, they start thinking about you a bit more. And the next time that you post, they're like, oh, what is she saying? Yeah. It's compound, pardon me, it's compounding and it's constantly creating for you, but it's not going to be overnight. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah. Patience, 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 and persistence. Yeah, totally. You have to be, what's the word? Consistent. Mm. I've not been consistent for the last three months. Like usually <laughs> I've been doing my, no, seriously. I like usually I do my, my full moon readings, my zodiac readings, but obviously you guys know there's no space for that in my mind or my energy. I also think that's more important at the beginning of starting a business. Once you get to a certain point, it's like you can afford to take a little break or step oh, back for a yeah. little bit. Definitely. Your business isn't going to crumble down around you. Like it's already so solid. Yeah, exactly. So like, to be honest, I'm in this phase in my business cycle where it's like, I'm not launching. I'm not selling. The only thing I want to do is just nurture what's already there and connect with people. I'm not looking to grow my audience right now because I don't have the energy for it. So I'm just going to give what I can. Mm. And that's okay. But I've worked to be here. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yes, I know. <laughs> you're not going anywhere people are gonna forget you I think a lot of people get afraid that they're gonna take a little break from Instagram or like not write posts for a week and that everyone's just gonna forget you people don't even notice they literally don't even notice exactly yeah amazing well, yeah Merry Christmas so start showing up allowing yourself to be seen fuck the judgment people are gonna judge you regardless of what you're doing you might as well be being judged for being in your full power and being too much rather than not doing the things and not Amen. feeling enough. Amen. <laughs> and done is better than perfect. Show up and be consistent. But also, 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 just real quick, consistency does not mean posting every day. Consistency is just showing up for your people in whatever way feels right for you. Mm. Not not like ghosting on them and being like, oh, hey, I'm here. And then, hey, I'm not. Yeah. This is the difference actually. Like, yeah, you can take a break and no one will really notice. But if it's, if you're only coming on to then sell, then you're not really like connecting. You're just ghosting until you feel like, oh, fuck, I need to make this work. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent in this collaboration with them because that's what it is. And it's an exchange with your community. Mm -hmm. So don't ghost them. You're allowed to take time off. You're allowed to step away but don't show up when you want something from them. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Mm. And with that, you're welcome. Amazing. Thanks for listening to another episode. I've turned on and on purpose. Are we doing another Q&A next week? Um, yeah, I like this. We will think of a topic. Yeah, we'll yeah. think of a topic. Box. We'll put a box out question yeah, we'll do that and we'll have a longer box as well very good <laughs> all right lovelies love you bye. bye that's a wrap bitch tits if you want to be in on the juicy conversations then be sure to join our facebook group turned on and on purpose until, until next week, week.